And we are back. And we just finished watching 2022's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Rated PG-13 with a run time of two hours and six minutes. This is currently streaming on Disney+. And I love this. This is director Sam Raimi's foray into the MCU. And I think he did a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic job. This has a screenplay credit to Michael Waldron from a character created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. In this particular story, Doctor Strange wakes up from a dream that maybe isn't exactly a dream. And we're introduced to a character named America who seems to be able to navigate the different Universe. multiverses with ease. Well, no, she doesn't know how to do it. She's falling through it by accident. But I think, well, towards the end, well, no, uh, we're not giving out spoilers, right? Because no. this just came out on streaming. Yeah. Although it was in the theaters. I mean, I think it's still no, in the theaters, you no? Can't, you, can't, you can't talk about any, any major details. You could say that you could say, okay, we're going to talk about spoilers later. Oh, okay. But not right off the bat. No? God, control yourself. In the blurb, we say this review no. has spoilers. Okay, well, then save it for later. Like, some organization <laughs> is needed. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you why don't you talk here? Because I I don't know. I feel like Doctor Strange must help a young girl whose ability has basically gotten her lost in the multiverse. She ends up with him. There's something hunting her that wants to rob her of her powers. Oh, very nice. And there you go. That's the premise of the movie. She finds Doctor Strange, and he must help her. A lot of crazy magic, monsters, zombies. What else was going on? Oh, demons. Like demons. Characters that you probably didn't think you'd ever see. <laughs> Some pretty grisly deaths. Yeah, this, this is yeah. this was directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, there is a this has it's his mark. Very, yeah, has his mark all over it. Yeah, all over it. You will see shots that you're like, oh, Evil Dead, drag me to hell, drag me to hell. The stuff that Raimi made his hallmark. For. And you get to see the car. And briefly. Sam Raimi's car appears as well, floating yeah. in the air. I'm gonna go around the table and get impressions. Gigi, what do you think of this film? I like this movie. You did? Did you have a favorite character? No. No. Did you think that the, without giving spoilers, did you, were you satisfied with the ending? Not yeah. the Easter eggs, but the ending, the story's ending. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. What about you? I, I like this movie too. Huh. Um, <laughs> classy as always. Uh, yeah, I like this movie too. But I, I feel like but, you're gonna. Yeah, there is, there is, there is one but. What is the but? There are certain things that Raimi does that I feel are. They're kind of like a. How could I put this? They belong in the '90s. What do you mean? There is. There were certain that like certain choices that he made that were would be fine in a film from the '90s but not really in today's day and age. 
some musical cues I noticed took me out of it. I was like, what the hell am I listening to here? You're listening to Danny Elfman is what you're listening to, who is not different than... Is that Danny Elfman? Yeah. That was, that was in there? His name. We saw Snow White playing in the background. Oh, yeah, that was there, but that really has nothing to do with anything. I'm just talking about there were certain musical bits in there that were just like... It was Danny Elfman. Does, well, Danny does, Elfman... Does, does Sam make a movie without Danny at this point? I don't know, but I'm not talking about the whole score of the movie. I'm just talking about certain parts mm -hmm. that just seemed... It, it kind of like was like, whoa, what is, what, why am I hearing this electric guitar wailing? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it just, it was like 90s or early, like early 90s. It, it just felt a little bit out of place and it took me a bit out of it because I'm like used to a certain aesthetic and especially with these marvel films mm -hmm. and this just had it, it just it just threw me out of it a little bit i didn't well i think i and i it's think funny i know you're the one, one who always complains about music and it's funny because i didn't pick that up i think i picked it up at the end ish there was a bit at there the, was there was a, a bit tiny, at the end it was a time that was tiny but i don't was, remember it before. there was there was like a bit further in like the i would say in the middle or the earlier part of the movie where it was like really egregious okay i, I didn't I you like, know what it's funny it didn't register with me i was really really consumed in the film i thought that like, the you know <laughs> i don't remember this at all but i i i really enjoyed this movie i no i'm not saying i didn't enjoy it i i did enjoy it i thought the story was 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 really good yeah it was surprised like i was I, I was kind of surprised at how quick they just went into it yeah it was just like, oh, wait, there it is. Right out the gate. Yeah. yeah. They ain't holding anything back here. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I really liked the first Strange movie. It was like, and it's funny because I feel like it's played on TV recently, I guess, because of the release of this movie. I haven't watched it from start to finish since we saw it in the theater. But I remember enjoying it a lot. And I think one of the things that I liked about the first Strange was that it didn't, it was a Marvel movie, but it didn't feel like a Marvel movie in that the aesthetic choices in that first one were really just, it was different. It was different. And some of that sort of bled into this one. The opening sequence There was interesting visuals, but it was a Marvel movie. There was nothing. Yes. There was nothing so bizarre about the visuals. No, of that no, no. One I'm not saying like, that. It's this just, doesn't look like a Marvel movie. No, no, no. I'm not this, saying that. This one had visual choices that I was like, this doesn't really look like a Marvel movie. Yes. It's different than your normal, most Marvel movies. And I would even say that about The First Strange, although this one was even more than that, than the first one. Yeah, this was a Raimi movie. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Everything about this, it was like, to me, this felt like Sam Raimi makes a superhero movie. This didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yes. So, but I'm saying that to me, the first one had a very different feel to it. it there was something very trippy and otherworldly about the first one where you don't get that in other Marvel movies because I guess of the source material, you're dealing with this magician in a way, right? So, but in this one, it's like to the max, right? Mm -hmm. And I really... I enjoyed it a lot. I loved it. I turned to you at one point and I was like, I 
can already tell that I love this movie more than the last Spider-Man movie, which was good, but it didn't feel like the first two. Like the first two I loved, but that last one, eh, it was just okay. Yeah, it was it was I don't know if they're trying to recapture like that whole end game feel. No, that final I, I, battle I, I, thing, I, I, I but I don't think that. I, I just feel like the the last Spider Man it didn't have the heart that the first two did. No, it didn't. And also, it was like, come on, how many times is, do we have to fix Peter's mistake? There's that too. It, that, that, that that was kind that of bothered me. It was like yeah. it's always Peter's mistake that spurns it, and he does it twice in that movie. Yeah. All right, back to this film. I was gonna also add that I thought. The story, without giving spoilers, worked really well. There is a part of this story that's, as you get towards the end, things are, I guess, explained or revealed. And it's not any less devastating than in other stories with a certain character, mm -hmm. I feel like. I don't want to say too much because, again, we're going to try and keep this somewhat spoiler-free. Olive G, what did you think of the film? I thought it was good. Yeah, what did you like about it? Mm, I don't know. Did, did you, you like the way it looked? Yeah. Was there any scenes in it that you thought looked really cool? Uh, When they're going through the things. The, the portals. When they're traveling through the portals and they see all that weird, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. That was very I cool. I also like when you know who went through the gong and like you heard the oh, bones yeah. cracking. Yes, yes. That felt very Raimi-esque, for sure. Mm -hmm. That scene itself felt very, very Raimi-esque. Did you have a favorite character in this? No, not really. Not really. Okay, fair enough. I think um, we're going to try and keep this short because I think if we spoil it, if we talk too much, we're going to wind up spoiling it. So I'm going to get numbers. Gigi, 1 to 10, what would you give this film? 8 Eight and a half. What about you, Olive G? One to ten, what would you give this film? Uh, I'd probably give it like a seven and a half. Seven and a half, eight and a half. What are you going to give it? Uh, I would give this film, yeah, I'd give it a seven and a half too. Really? Mm -hmm. I'd give it an eight and a half. Yeah. A seven and a half is not a bad number. No, it's not, but I feel like this movie is better than that. All right, I'll give it an eight. I, I like I said I just like I said there were certain there's just certain parts of it that just felt dated. Like I love Raimi's Raimi stuff, but some of his uh, I gags. guess techniques and gags are a little bit dated. I don't know. I think it worked. It it I mean it all worked when it when you when you wrap it up. But there are a couple of a couple of times in there where I was just like maybe because I'm just too familiar with his his stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, this is... I've seen this already. I, I've seen this, yeah. I, I get what you're saying there. I mean, to me, it still worked, and I think it was interesting to kind of... It's like his signature dominated the story in certain parts. Yes, his his aesthetic. I, You know what? I didn't have a problem with that. I actually enjoyed it. I think it was a, it was a nice departure for this character because there is... It, it almost lends a little bit of levity even with all the no no i i have no problem with levity and whatnot but like i said i i'm you know i've i've loved all his stuff i've seen a lot of it 
he he does he he relies on a on a very tried and true toolbox of of stuff and this is all in there okay all of it's in there and sometimes it's like a little bit too much too much so that's why i otherwise it's a great story you see some interesting things that you wouldn't expect to see there is some like pretty brutal killings in this movie yes for especially for a marvel movie yes i mean mean, that one guy with his head yes well well, two guys with their heads Uh, and also yeah yeah. I mean, you don't see it. You but don't see that, but it's yeah, implied. it's implied that something pretty gruesome happened there to one character. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I also like that they've incorporated other Marvel characters into this. We won't name any, but yeah. if you've seen it in the theater, you know. And if you haven't, I'm sure you've read about it or seen it on social media. But we'll still keep the mystery here. So I thought that scene was really great. And I just, I, yeah, I really liked even the parts of it that were more fantastical. I think that really worked a lot in this movie's favor. So I'm, I, what did I say, eight and a half, eight and a half, eight, seven and a half, eight and a half, right? Yep. Okay. It's just dropped on Disney Plus. And if you haven't gone to the theater, I highly, highly, highly recommend going over to your couch and seeing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, currently streaming on Disney+. Plus. Again, it's rated PG-13. There is incidents of peril and implied violence. It's not gruesome like hostile no, or anything like that. It's not but like hostile, but there are some pretty, like, he, two people when this get killed very badly. Yes, but it's still, it's still a PG-13 movie. Yeah, I don't PG-13. think... We let our 10-year-old watch it. I don't think younger than that. There, there might be some scenes that are a little too frightening, I think, for younger younger kids, but... Yeah. You, you were fine, Olive, right? You, yeah. Yeah. She She's pretty squeamish about gore and whatnot, so she was fine. Yeah, but I think there were intense scenes. I mean, nothing over the top, but if you're a parent yeah, to I mean, kids... Yeah, I mean, it's Ramey... If you have a Ramey five-year-old, was, you should was, be watching this. Ramey was in, like, horror movie mode here. Yes, so he, yes. he was... He, he he was pulling all, all the spooky camera tricks. Yeah. And even one of the characters with the eyes and stuff. Yeah, and the, a lot of jerky movements and the people popping out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there, there is that. There's no cursing. I think Strange says the B word. He Something also like says uh, ass. Oh, ass isn't really a curse word. But I think you don't hear the B word. But uh, just to kind of put a disclaimer for anybody who's got younger kids, this might not be for them, but I think 10 and up would work. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it from us, and we will bid you all a good, good night. night. Good night.